0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Blacksit. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hopefully subscribing and hopefully sharing this podcast with your friends and family. This is your host, Bridget Bay. I wanted to come on and um, just let you guys know um, this podcast is recorded live... Um, I don't go back and do any edits, at least not yet anyway, it's still relatively, well it still is very new and it's very raw and it's very real and that's what I want to be and not like many of the different media outlets and you think that you're getting the news and you're getting a small portion of the news. So I wanna be raw, I wanna be unscripted, I don't want to try to round out the edges and smooth everything out and make it perfect and pretty because that's not the world we live in and that is definitely not the reflection of the society that we are fighting to make just right now. Not only here in the United States, but around the world. So at some point, I will try to make this podcast even better for you. But I think the more real I can be, and the more authentic I can be making mistakes, maybe having to correct myself or repeat myself and say it correctly the the second or third time, then so be it. But I will do my best to give you the best information I can for the cause that i am here for which is the black movement which is for equality for all which is for the upliftment and the success of black people in this country and all that support us and all the people that want to be a part of this movement and they want to be on the right side of history um john lewis was laid to rest this past weekend uh, what a what an icon! What a civil rights, just giant, um, and he will and is already so deeply missed. Uh, I think now today is July twenty seventh, and we are ninety nine days away from election, from the presidential election. So. Please, 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 please get out and vote. Make sure you are registered to vote. And again, like I did on one of my previous podcasts, see if you can help other people vote, make that commitment to get out and vote for yourself and make that commitment to help others vote. Um, this podcast is, is just to basically reach out and touch base to all of you. Um, and I want to talk about a couple things. Um, the first thing is I had recorded a, I I recorded before and I was going to post that podcast, but, um, it wasn't quite right. And, um, I wanted to add more to it and I wasn't able to do that. So I figured I would just start over, but one, I wanted to talk about the commercial, um, that you're probably seeing on TV right now, as far as, um, Oh, if you're calling to report a rape, the wait is five days because, you know, because of the defunding of the police. Um, And there's been some rhetoric on TV about, oh, we want to put cops through sensibility training. No, no. You know where I'm going with this. And no, that's a hard no. And that's a hard pass. There is no amount of training that will help There is no amount of sensibility or X, Y, Z. Nothing is going to help this problem except to defund and dismantle the police system as we know it, period. That's it. And they make this cry and this horrendous commercial to say that, oh my gosh, People are going to be raped and people are going to be murdered because the police aren't there to stop them. Well, the police are the ones murdering the innocent. So, no. Defund. Dismantle. Period. We need to not let the rhetoric, these commercials that are on TV that are being aired by the same news stations that kind of go after the current administration. So you have to wonder, you know, I know it's all about money and that's why we come back full circle to defund and dismantle the police. Like I said before, in one of my previous podcasts, I follow Sean King. He is an amazing activist, and I aspire to be better than Sean King. And I don't say that with bravado or um, trying to or any um, any ill will. I want him to, you know, uh, continue to ascend and be great. I want. Tamika Mallory took his, to continue to be great and ascend as well and all these other leaders that are out here that are speaking, that are marching day in and day out. I want all of us to ascend to greatness and can t- continue to rise and go forward and, you know, share our message and increase this platform that we have now and, um, create content and create messages that will resonate with people and inspire them to be more, do more and take action. So no ill will whatsoever. There's only love there, only love. But when I say that, I, I say that to say that, um, I follow him and, you know, he's he's given some great statistics. He's he's educated a lot of us. But we all have to get out there and use our voices and our platforms in any way possible. Because when we think back about John Lewis, you know, he was probably thought of, you know, the side person to the Martins and the Malcolms. But, you know, he is a legend in his own right. And it just lets you know the movement was beyond and more than just one person, Um, And it is now. So that's why I'm here to reach an audience that maybe he is not reached yet. And I can, you know, put my own spin and my own flavor on it and reach out to the people that are following me and have those people reach out to their people and, and have this just grow and expand. So that's what I'm here trying to do and trying to accomplish. And most of all, change. Most of all, bringing wealth and generational wealth back to the black community to rebuild Black Wall Street. Um, And I think it it starts with us coming together, continuing this fight for social and economic and racial justice. Because it's only just begun. I reposted um, today on one of my other pages um, Brianna Taylor, she needs to stay at the top of our feed. Social injustice and racial injustice and inequality in this country need to stay at the top of our feed. I know it's hard. I know with COVID it's hard. And I know it's a heavy burden to bear. But we must bear it if we are going to seriously see change. But let me get back to this commercial. Because it's one of the topics I wanted to talk about today this whole defunding and dismantling of the police, which was what my previous podcast was about. Don't let these commercials frighten you. They are meant for a certain population and they speak to that population. And I'm sure that group of people are clutching their chest right now, scared, you know, cowering down, oh my god, we can't do this, we can't let this happen, and that is exactly what we must continue to fight against and educate as many as we can, and that is why, you know, I have this podcast, that is why I'm reaching out to my listeners and my followers, and please share, it's like we must denounce this horrible rhetoric, when have the police ever stopped a rape? They show up after the fact. DNA or some kind of evidence is collected after the fact. They don't stop murders. Yes, on a few occasions, maybe if that person who is being uh, threatened can get to the police, can get to a phone, can get to a place where they can call out for help, then maybe, maybe, but that is a rarity. Most often, and like I said, if you look up the statistics, you will see that the police only account for 4% showing up and helping and actually being useful for 4% of the crimes that we call the police for. 4%. The other 96, they do nothing. They show up after the fact. A completely different organization could handle and triage and deal with those calls and those individuals in those situations that need help that the police are not educated and not qualified to do or handle. And thousands of lives can be saved by defunding them and putting that funding someplace else. It doesn't make sense to continue to give them billion dollar budgets when they turn off their body cams. It doesn't make sense to give them billion dollar budgets when they they are the murderers that kill hundreds of thousands of people every single year. They are meant to serve and protect is what their slogan says but however we know what they were created to do. To catch and brutalize and murder and in some cases return slaves. So they are continuing to function under that mentality and that will never change until you dismantle the system, until you hold them accountable for their actions. You take a life, you get life, period. You know the job you were entrusted to do. If you choose, which they all do, there is no draft to becoming a cop. You choose it. So guess what? Choose a different job then. If you are not capable of doing the job, then choose a different one. Oh, I fear for my life. Well, you chose to be a cop. There are doctors and nurses on the front lines of this disease, COVID-19, every single day. And they don't go around euthanizing people because I don't want to be exposed, so I'm going to euthanize this person. I fear for my life, so I'm going to euthanize them. Do you see how insane that is? And then they're not going to be held accountable. And they continue to be doctors and nurses and be entrusted with the care and life of our loved ones. No, we wouldn't stand for it. So why stand for it now? Will they fear for their lust? Will they go out and put their... They chose to put themselves in this career. So with that comes risks that they said they are willing to take and be impartial, but they cannot do the job. They have proven that. Defund, dismantle, giving them more money is not going to help this issue. We need to demand that they get less. We need to demand that they dismantle the system because it doesn't work and it hasn't worked for centuries. Not black people in this country or even across the world for that matter but right here we're talking America we're talking about defunding and dismantling the police here in this country and that is exactly what needs to happen so when you see these commercials know that they are intended to scare you they are intended to make you fear not having police and when you call them you have to wait five days well guess what if someone was murdered they're gonna show up after the fact. They're gonna take evidence and they're gonna do an investigation at their own pace. They didn't stop anything. And most of them won't stop rapes or any other kind of robbery or anything else. They will show up after the fact. Money is not the way you solve this problem. So please, when you see that, know Its intention, know that it's false information. And it leads to me to my second point when I made this podcast the first time. It's like, if the police only account for 4% of the crimes, and they only are needed for 4% of those crimes, and yet you're gonna give them billions more dollars to waste and do nothing and continue to slaughter and kill Americans on broad daylight and lynch them in public on Minnesota streets and streets all throughout this country and every state. How do you justify that? When you can divert billions of dollars to other organizations that can show up when a person is mentally ill that can show up when a person is accused of maybe committing some kind of financial fraud. That's not a murder. It's not some heinous crime. Oh, you believe it to be a fraudulent bill. Well, guess what? It wasn't. Someone else can investigate that with the financial uh, wherewithal to investigate and see, was this really a counterfeit bill? If so, can we trace it back and take that information, take down statements? No one killed anyone here. No one attempted to kill anyone here. No one was raped. (laughs) Uh, And yet, a man loses his life for the assumption of a counterfeit bill, but it, it wasn't. Do you see how another organization could have come and dealt with that situation? Or if someone's mentally ill, or if it's a domestic situation, you don't need cops. You need people that know how to handle and de-escalate those situations. Talk to the people involved and get them the help that they need. And that may mean removing people from the home or allowing someone to have another resource or place to go if they don't feel safe. This 96% of funds that can be allocated elsewhere to keep black people in this country and Americans and women keep people in general safe and not have these cops show up that only know how to kill and maim people because that is what they were created for. So, you know, would you, I mean, to put it in a different way and to put it in a different perspective, if you only did 96, if you only did 4%, switch that around, 4%, like I said, it's not a perfect podcast, but anyway, if you only did 4% of your job, whether you're working remotely at home right now due to COVID or you're going into work, if you only did 4% of your job, do you think you would get a raise? Do you think you'd even keep your job if you only did 4% of what you were hired to do each and every year? 4%! You're supposed to do all of this work, you know, and you only do 4% of it year after year after year. Do you think you'd get a raise? Do you think you'd keep that job? If you were supposed to get the company clients and then you lost the company clients and hundreds or even 20 to 30 clients a year, do you think you keep your job? If it was your job to care for patients, you know, since COVID's happening right now and you were a nurse and you killed, let's say 96 out of 100 patients. Do you think you continue to be a nurse? If you were a doctor and you, you know, were responsible for doing surgeries on patients and you killed 96% of the patients you operated on, do you think do you think you would continue to be a doctor? I mean, and you may think, well, that's that's different, no, it's, it's really not. It is your job to be there. Well, it's the, it's the guys, it's, it's the, this uh, persona that they put up that they're supposed to serve and protect, and we know that they're, they're really not. But if that's the persona you put out there, and you're killing 96%, I mean, I know the percentages are often what they, what they respond to and what, how many people they kill, but you know, I'm just using those numbers to make a point. Is that if you were killing people, thousands of people a year, And you're supposed to protect them. You would not keep your job. So why are you definitely wouldn't get a raise. And you wouldn't be making. Your budget wouldn't be in the billions. When you're stacking up bodies. It just doesn't make sense. So again. This podcast is here to educate and inform The police need to be defunded. They definitely need to be dismantled. And we need to have them just responsible. First of all, we need to get rid of the ones that are there. Because I know you say there's good cops. Well, (sighs) I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. For all out there that may have family, I get it. But we're going to have to agree to disagree. I'm not even going to open that and unbox it because it's not worth it okay so there's too many cops that stand around and watch as a black man or woman or a person of color are being killed at the hands of a cop and do nothing they stand around and they watch Just like they stood around and they watched black men and women and children be lynched and hang from trees and take pictures. So don't tell me that there are good cops. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, We will agree to disagree. And that's that. But what I will say is that defund, and dismantle. And once you have done so, and you choose to have the new reformed police, they're only responsible for that 4%. The other 96 goes to other organizations to respond and to provide care and counseling To the people of their communities that need it all across the nation which opens up opportunity which brings me to the third um, thing that I would love to get into in this podcast and that is this creates a lot of opportunity not only for black businesses and the rebuilding of black wall street but all of those who want to support that as well Um, I think that if you don't have a business, if you haven't taken advantage of this time, this COVID-19 time, today is the day. It's Monday, July 27th. Let's go. Let's go. I'm serious. Let's go. Um, because... Have to understand that the world is changing, and the way we make money is changing, and the way we move forward in a better community, society, nation, and world is is to tackle these issues starting right in our own communities. Um, with each of the community-based police departments, refund, dismantle, and also starting businesses that are going to help make this happen. Um, whatever your passion is, if it's talking about diet, if it's talking about you know planting plant-based diets, you know I'm a vegan, I'm here for it. If it's talking about um, you know starting a community connect program, if it's talking about starting your own security business, if it's talking to, starting about you know security and mental health or security and social health and social justice organizations, that will be the response that you can call and not the police, to show up, to counsel, to help with, you know, kids and help, you know, kids going through troubled times, to help with addiction, to help with abuse, to help with um, all kinds of things that, that families and, and people in your community need, then that's what you do. Even if it's just turning a podcast, talking about these things like this one here to help, to give them a place to reach out, to call, to talk, to ask questions. Maybe they don't have health insurance and they want to call and you can get someone, um, a therapist to, to volunteer their time um, to donate their time. And if they're set up the right way as a business, they can write that time off. They can write that off as in their taxes. I mean, people don't understand. And I, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. If you want to set up a business, like I said, reach out to me, uh, blessed at 2020 at gmail.com. Um, I am here for you. I want to help you. But again, you can start these organizations. Starting a business is becoming a necessity and not just some kind of, you know, oh I could or it's 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 a it's a dream that I have. It's becoming a necessity. And if you have one or you wanna start one, you have to, or you're functioning as a business now, but you don't have an EIN, you haven't structured yourself ap- appropriately, again, please reach out. Blacksit2020 at gmail.com. But we really have to start moving in a way that's going to be helpful to our to our community. And I I implore you, I encourage you all to start businesses because we need other organizations out there to help move the conversation to a different place where we can definitely start to think about um you know, having these businesses and supplying our communities with the help and justice that they need. Because in order to be successful, in order to really, truly, um, you know, change, we have to create that change. So think about ways that you can help the community. Definitely get out and vote and think about ways that you can bring about change in your community. And, um, that's all I wanted to say for right now, um, one last thing, um, is please remember to get out and vote, please, um, you know, make sure your voice is heard, and also, if you can help others vote, please make a commitment to do so, thank you so much for listening, um, 99 days to election day, um, please make sure your vote counts, so, Thanks so much for listening. Please share this podcast with your friends, your loved ones, your following. um, And I wish you all peace, and I wish you well. Uh, Until the next one, take care.